Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Go Get It Girl podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Kayleen. And happy holidays, guys. I cannot believe Christmas is literally here. I know. Christmas Eve is literally tomorrow, and I'm so excited. Yeah, it is so crazy. And actually, I'm while you're listening to this, I'm in Iowa because I'm originally from Iowa, so I am in the cold, freezing. I am not jealous. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, what do you do for your holidays? So this year is our first year that we're doing things completely different. Um, normally, our holidays are great, but they're very like hectic and all over the place. So we typically in the past would start at my grandparents' house in Cave Creek, which if you don't know, Arizona, that's like way north, like north west side. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah, northwest. That has to be like an hour and a half away from you, Oh, from where like my house is? That's like an hour and a half drive. Yep. And then we'll go there for like literally an hour just to like see my grandparents say hi. And then we'll drive all the way down to San Manuel, which most people who live in Arizona don't even know where that is. Like, yeah, I have no idea. That's what I thought. So do you know where Oracle is? Nope. Okay, so there's a biosphere in Oracle, and that's like people normally know where that is, but it's a little bit farther there. And we'll go to actually uh, Mammoth, which is another little city like 20 minutes away. So we'll go there, see Nathaniel's uh, mom's parents, and then like eat dinner with them. And then after like two hours, go to his dad's parents, which live 20 minutes in the opposite direction in Oracle. We'll stay there till like 11 or 12 at night and then drive home to my parents' house in Queen Creek, stay the night there, wake up there, do Christmas with my family, and then we'll go back to his parents' house at like four or five. That is absolutely nuts. It's insane. So we're in the car more than like we're with people. So this year we just decided like we want to be more intentional with our time. So this year what we're going to do is we're going to go uh, to his parents' house on Christmas Eve at like 11 or so and just hang out there until probably like four or whenever they are going to go down to their parents' house, their uh, his grandparents. And then we're going to go to my parents' house, uh, do like Christmas Eve with them and then go home. Like we both have not like slept like not at my parents' house for the past like five years. And Nathaniel's never woken up in his own house in Christmas. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Like I guess I haven't either. What? Yeah. Like growing up, you were like not home on Christmas. I was always at my grandparents. Oh my gosh, that's him too. I like cannot, I that I think that's insane. So we're going to come home. It's our first year in our new house. So we're going to like create our own traditions here. And then we're going to go back to my parents' house. And then when his parents get home from uh, being at, uh, their grandparents' house, we'll go back over there and do like dessert and whatnot with them. Yeah. Insane, huh? It's always insane, I feel like, for Christmas. Yeah. What do you guys do? So, um, like I said, I'm going to Iowa. And then, so I live in Des Moines. And then my grandparents live like three hours east ish from where my parents are. So we drive there on Christmas Eve. And so we do four Christmases in two days. So we do Christmas Eve at my dad's moms and then we go over to my mom's moms they live like five minutes from each other so it's like really nice and then I spend the night and then we wake up and we do like a breakfast Christmas at my mom's moms and then we go over to my dad's moms again and do another Christmas it's like so crazy but basically on Christmas Eve it's like immediate family and then on Christmas it's like extended bigger family like more people And it's just kind of like a back and forth, but it's nice that they're able to like balance it so that we can go back and forth and they don't do it at the same time. 
But yeah, it is absolutely nuts. And it's always like a million kids, even more dogs. (laughs) All the dogs always. (laughs) Oh yeah. At my dad's mom's, there is probably going to be like nine dogs, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's funny because six of them are Snowsers. <laughs> like what? Very specific breed. Right? Um, and then my uncle has like this massive dog that weighs more than me. So it's just funny. And it honestly probably drives my grandma crazy. But then I think she secretly loves it. I think I would go nuts. Like 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys just do like christmas eve at like your dad's mom's and then like christmas day at your mom's mom's like why do you go back forth back forth well so with my dad's mom so i call her judy so that's her name but (laughs) i don't know why i've never called her grandma but at judy's basically um it's just with my cousins and judy and my aunt and uncles and it's when like judy gives us presents and we give presents to my cousins and so it's just like our small family and then at my mom's mom's um it's like much bigger and then I don't know why we don't do it like all in one place on one day but then on Christmas my grandma still owns the house that she grew up in and so everyone comes to that and she I don't know that's just like how it's always been yeah Yeah, and so and it feels even more crazy because we go to another house then so it's like will you ever change that like when you have kids or like even just if like, does Anthony come with you to all that? Or? Yeah, so he came last year, and it, he, like, really enjoyed it. Um, so he is Jewish or part Jewish. I'm not honestly 100% sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> basically, he – I think he really enjoyed it because once his grandma died, they stopped really celebrating Christmas. Aww. So he loved it. But this year he's not coming. It's hard because it's like he still wants to be with his family. Yeah. Um, even though they don't do as much as like we do but yeah so he's not coming this year but I think like once I have kids I will always go home because it's such like a it's like the only tradition that my family has like the only thing we do consistent that's what's so hard is like you don't want to stop like your traditions because each person in the relationship like grew up with their certain ways and like you have to kind of sacrifice and lose some of those things but when it becomes to be such a hassle and like you're just feeling like you're ping-ponging back and forth more than you're actually enjoying time, it's so hard. Like I know this is yeah. such a touchy subject for so many oh, people. Yeah. Um, but that's so hard because your families are in different states. Right. And I mean, we've talked about it before, but like I feel like his family will end up just like coming to mine. Oh, that'd be cool. But it is like so hectic that I feel like for me, it doesn't seem that crazy. Yeah. But if it was someone else like going back and forth, back and forth just seems like a lot but once I'm there like it's really not bad um I would say the hardest part is like going back and forth is like leaving the like party when it's like everyone's having fun and you're like okay I have to go to another one but then it's fun there that's like what we always feel like too is like you don't fully get comfortable or enjoy where you're at because you know within like an hour you have to leave right so that's kind of hard and it's hard because you spend more time in the car where like my grandmas literally live five minutes from each other like they knew each other They've known each other forever. That's really like cool. They used to work together, which is funny. But That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. So I feel like it's not that bad, but we would spend like within the two days, probably like five to six hours in the car. Yeah, that's insane. And it's funny because I've always thought about like, why don't my grandparents just like join their Christmases? And I'm like, but that would literally be just for me. So yeah, like you're not the only kid. There. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So today's episode, we are going to start talking about all the uncomfortable things with money. <laughs> um, 
for us, it's not uncomfortable. And so we really want to just like start making it an easier topic to talk about because we clearly all have to deal with money. So we're going to talk about how to save it uh, and where to spend less of it. Yeah. And I feel like money is something that I used to feel kind of uncomfortable talking about. And this past year, I've really made it something that I've been working on. And especially in 2020, it is something that I really want to start off a good year with. Yeah, I I get why it's an uncomfortable subject. I think it can make people feel very um, vulnerable, I guess. But I just think the more that we don't talk about it, the more problems that people end up having because they don't feel normal or they don't know what to do with it or... I don't know. I I was just talking to my sister-in-law about this literally the other day. Like we both like tell each other exact numbers of everything and we just don't care. Like, I don't know. I know we're sisters, but it's just. No, I think that's awesome because I think a lot of people don't talk about it because they're scared of the judgment or someone's like, oh, I make so much more. So like I'm better or like this is how you should manage it when it's like if you're just having an open conversation, asking for advice without like judgment, then right. it makes it way easier. Take the competition out of it. And I yeah. think it's an easy conversation. So the first thing that we want to talk about with you guys is just kind of like where to start. And we believe that's with your budget. So this is something that people will like love or they'll hate. But if you don't know where your expenses are, you're not going to be able to do anything very well. And I don't know, it's just going to make things really crazy. So the first thing that I think you guys could do that would be really helpful is to just look at your account. Uh, and look at what you spent in the last week. So something with this is you don't know that you're tracking it because you already did it. And so you're not going to be hesitant to buy things that you wouldn't buy if you were tracking how much you spent. So this will give you like a really good reading of how much you spend in a week. And then you can kind of just like quadruple it for the month. So go through, write down everything that you have spent, average it out so that you know like what it is for each day. And then you can include that into the budget. I think that's awesome because I think there's things that you don't think about that you're buying. So if you're looking back at the week, it's like, oh, you know, I've got whatever bills, but then you're not realizing like, okay, well, I went to Starbucks four times and I ate out this many times. So it's like things that like you're not really thinking about that you wouldn't think to budget. So I think that's really good. Yeah, it's insane. If you guys have never done this before, I highly encourage you to do it. Um, Nathaniel and I did this at the beginning of 2018 and I got like really detailed and I realized we were spending over a thousand dollars simply on food a month. Wow. Isn't that insane? Like between groceries and going out to eat and we don't go out to eat like the common person does. Like we literally go maybe twice a week. So I was just like, where the heck is all this money going to? Uh, but we were spending it here or there, like on uh, a big thing was one stop, which is like a nutrition place. We would get like pre-workouts or get like a drink or a shake afterwards. And then we were spending like $500 on groceries for the month for two of us. Like, I And don't that's know. like not something you normally think about when budgeting. So then you're yeah. like, holy crap, I'm missing $1,000. Right. Well, you just don't realize how much extra money you really could have to spend if you don't know how much you're spending on wasteful things. So that's a huge part of it. Um, We are going to do an IGTV where we kind of go over this a little bit more in depth. I think this is something that's a little bit easier to see instead of hear. And so we'll provide you guys like a little budget that will help um, you guys kind of just write everything out. 
but this is definitely the place to go. Um, and with that, we kind of are following the Dave Ramsey, uh, lifestyle. I'm sure most of you guys have heard of him. He's the biggest commodity when it comes to money. Um, but in this budget, the biggest thing that he talks about and that we want to advise as well is to build in an emergency fund because emergencies always happen. And if you don't plan for it, it's really going to set you behind and your money situation is just going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, I think that's absolutely huge because even as being like a photographer and working from home, I will not plan for the down months. And then I'm like, oh my God, where I literally have no money. So this is something I am definitely working on right now. And he's a great example, like save for emergencies. You literally never know what's going to come up in your life. Like if your car breaks down and you have to buy a new car or you lose your job for whatever reason, like make sure you have enough money to pay for your rent and pay for like the basic necessities at the bare minimum. Yeah, because I mean, as much as having a flat tire is random, it always happens to us. It's something that I do think like should be accounted for. But when you have this emergency fund, it just makes it so you're not like, crap, where's that money? And you potentially have to put it on a credit card and then now you have debt. And it's just this like- Downward spiral. Exactly. So with Dave Ramsey, if you guys haven't, you guys should read the book, Total Money Makeover. It really just breaks down all of his steps in a very easy way. And then it has like a bunch of stories of people who have done it and where they're at today. Um, With Dave Ramsey, I know that it can be a little bit crazy because he is very strict with money. He uses something called like an envelope system, which for some people may love. Uh, I tried it and I felt like I was going crazy. So I kind of do it in a reverse way which I'll touch on what I do. And then Abby, you can talk about what you do, but I tried it and I ended up realizing that for me, what is better is for me to put the money aside for bills first. And then right after that, put the money amount of money that I want to save aside. And then from there, the rest is free money that I don't feel like I have to be like, wow, like you can't go out to eat. You already spent $20 or you can't go to top golf because you didn't plan for that. Like it's money that you can still feel like you are, experiencing life and you're not going through three months of your life doing absolutely nothing but you already have saved and you've already put money aside for all of your bills yeah so mine's pretty similar but I do try to do mine in cash Um, so basically every month I take out a specific amount of money for specific savings so I have like a general savings um, I have a tax savings Um, and I just recently started doing one for a home savings and then I also have a travel one. So I have those individually set up. So kind of like the envelope system, but not for like every day. Sorry to cut you off, but you have it all in cash. Yeah. So I feel like it's so funny because you and I always do things differently. Like with our scheduling, you're all on your phone. I'm all in like digital. It's funny that that's like opposite. It's opposite (laughs) because I have the same thing, but I have those as savings accounts in my like Chase bank. See, I should probably switch to that. I just simply don't know how to. And it's so easy. I'll help you. (laughs) Yeah. Please help me. But it just like makes it like visual for me, I guess. And like it's hidden in like weird spots. Well, and too, when it comes to spending money, when you spend cash, you can see how much you actually have. You can hold it in your hands. So for if you're going to do it the way that I do it, what you could do is your free money, you could pull that out in cash. Right. And be like, okay, I have 200 bucks this week to spend on what I want. This is my cash money. That's what I'm going to use. Yeah. And that could help. And for me, it's like I take that cash and I literally put it into that envelope so it feels more like inspiring and good 
But I'm sure it probably feels the same way when you're transferring it. Oh, it's it's just like that physical well, movement. For me, is like I can see that number increase. Right. And oh, I, that, yeah. It's so motivating. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm definitely motivated by numbers in all aspects. Yeah. And it's so fun to see it grow. So, like, before I even do anything, I always pull money. Like, I have to pull money for taxes because we have to pay taxes separately owning your own business and then I'll go straight to my savings and then after that that's when I kind of move over for other things as well so yeah and so when I do like budgeting and saving I basically set a goal for the year and then divided that up per month and then I put that money in but I always go like taxes and emergencies first and then the other things like travel would be last if I don't have excess money to put in there yeah I think that's a good point too which I kind of forgot to mention and the book talks about this too the total money makeover but your emergency fund is not something you're gonna ever touch like to me what it's at that's zero like I act like that money isn't even there so that way it's always there and anytime that we dip into it as soon as I have the money to replenish it I do and now I'm back at zero again So that's something that, again, can just kind of help you and you can incorporate that into your budget so that you know that's like a a bare minimum number that you need to have. Yeah, and so I kind of wanted to touch on paying off debt. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is a very touchy subject and like weird to talk about. It is, and people's mindsets of it are so different. Yeah. Like, it's insane. You could talk to five people and just be like, holy crap, like... I think so differently than you. Yeah, but I would say my number one advice is save for emergencies first and then pay off your debt. You don't want to pay off your entire credit card bill and then all of a sudden lose your job. I know that sounds really bad for like your credit score, but you need money to pay your rent and to buy food. Right. Be like You have to be smart with it. Uh, just like a savings account, you can treat that as a savings account, but unfortunately you already spent the money. So that was your choice, but you got to keep paying that. But yeah, it doesn't come above bills that will make you lose your car or your house or anything like that. Right. But I feel like it is the best feeling. Like if I put a big purchase on a card to get points and then you pay it off, you're like, yes, like that feels so good. Like You don't have to think about it. It's not weighing you down all the time. And so my biggest advice is like when you have that money to pay it, pay it. Yeah. So with debt, I'm kind of crazy with this. Me and Nathaniel are like no debt, but the mortgage. And as soon as we can pay off our mortgage, we're going to do so. Uh, But my biggest tip is just do not spend money that you don't have. Um, Credit cards, in my opinion, how I view it is a way to get points, build your credit and earn cash back. So I use a certain card that I've been able to get $500 back twice by putting a certain amount on it and paying it off within three months. What card is this? It's from Chase. It's the Chase Sapphire card. Oh, that's what Anthony has. Yeah. So that paid for our honeymoon for one of our flights. And we actually just did it again with our, my business account. And it's going to pay for our anniversary trip in March. Wow. So we have like $800 from it that we literally just, it's because we put something on the card and we paid it off literally the next day. So I think this is a really good point to not look at credit cards as something negative. And like, I know some people don't, but I think sometimes you can be scared. And I think it's an awesome way to view it as like, you can get nice things from it. Just make sure that you are paying it off. Absolutely. I think a lot of people just advise like pay it off by the end of the month. Like don't ever carry over a minimum. 
my advice is pay it off as soon as it shows up on your account. Like I see it the next day, I'm like, boom, I'm paying it. So I never put something on there that we don't have the money to pay for it right then and there. Um, I think sometimes we can wait till the end of the month and then we can forget or we didn't save the money we thought we would save. So then you end up paying that $35 minimum. Then the interest, if you guys look at the interest on things, it's insane. Like you will pay so much more than what is actually on that card. So yeah, I, this is a whole, you can tell I'm kind of passionate about it, but just don't spend money. You don't have pay off those credit cards as soon as you can. Uh, and if you don't have a bunch of extra money, put it in your budget as something that you need to pay more than that minimum, um, as quickly as possible. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like you have some really good points about it. Yeah. So I think we should kind of move forward to, um, some areas where you can cut back of spending money. Cause now you've seen your budget, right? You know how much you've spent. Um, there's going to be some areas you're like, wow, okay. I do not need to be spending that much. Um, and so a first thing that you could do is you could get rid of subscriptions that you are paying for that you may not necessarily need. I feel like this is something I need to do. Yeah. You're a subscription person for sure. I I actually think I should have looked this up before, but there's an app that will scan your bill and find out what subscriptions you're paying for and then you can see if you're like still using that subscription. Oh, that's cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, if I find it, we'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah. So just to touch on a few areas for this, this could be a makeup subscription that you have, uh, like an Ipsy. I, that's the only one I could think of was like an Ipsy box yeah, or whatever. Like I have like FabFitFun that comes out every quarter and right. I actually don't use it. So I need to cancel that. Which is so fun. FabFitFun, if they ever sponsor us now, we can't use them. Yeah, no, no, no. But no, it's just, yeah, there's just some things that in time when you have that extra money, those are great right. things to have. But when you are really close to that budget and you don't have it, you need to just get rid of things like that. Right. That's literally me. Like I'm on a goal to like save extra versus spend extra. Absolutely. So another thing that my family actually does is the subscriptions for like Netflix or Hulu. Like for an example, my brother pays for Netflix and we use his account and we pay for Hulu and he uses our account. Like that cuts your payment in half right there because why would you all pay for it when it allows like five different people to use it when you can just kind of like split the expense like that so that's another tip that could be helpful yeah and then this is kind of a big one but cooking and eating at home guys it's so simple i think the biggest thing that you're going to realize you spend a lot of money on is food. Uh, If you really track every single time you purchase something, whether it's a $2 item or a $20 item when it comes to food, it adds up. Um, And luckily we are fortunate because we work from home, but my husband doesn't. And so he packs his lunch every single day. Uh, If he didn't, I guarantee you he'd spend at least $10 a day on lunch. That's $50 a week. Like that adds up so, so dang quick. Like you, I don't know. Making food from home is huge. Um, And it's so nice because you could spend $10 at the grocery store, but it would probably make your food for the entire week. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And I just think with all of this, preparation is the biggest thing. Uh, it's the same for eating dinner. I know a lot of people are had a long day. They just came home from work. They don't want to cook anything, so they just grab something on the way home. And I get like there's certain days where I feel that way too. But if you can prep your meals every single day of the week, at least Monday through Friday, and just leave like uh, maybe Friday night or Saturday night as two nights that you eat out, that will change from eating out like twice a week, five times a day to just twice a week. In yeah total. that's what we do at our house at least we try our very best like there's times where it's like we had a hard day and we just want to like go enjoy ourselves but you just have to like know that I don't do that every day every week but every so often that happens right yeah I think that's that's the biggest one honestly that you guys can realize you'll cut back on yeah and another one is alcohol oh my like, gosh yeah. it is so expensive yeah, I wrote a little note um, for spending less. I wrote pregame at home, lol. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure any of you who go out and go to the bars and can see how much you're spending on it, it's insane. Just buy your alcohol at home, <laughs> drink before you go there, get an Uber, whatever, and then just go out and have fun. You don't have to, you could buy one drink then, and what does that save you? Like, if you, so much money. Yeah, if you uh, normally get like four drinks and now you only have to get one. Like Yeah, and it's crazy. Like when you're out, like drinks here cost like $10 a drink. Yeah. Which is so expensive. You could literally get a like, bottle good... for $10. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I know it sounds crazy. Like I'm not telling you to go drink a lot. But if you are planning on drinking, try to do as much of it at home or don't get as crazy like you really don't need as much alcohol as you probably think you do but that's a whole nother subject yeah we could touch on that I mean there's a difference between like having a few drinks to feeling good to like you're getting blackout drunk it's ruining the next day and then you're probably buying food right the next day that's a a downward spiral thing yeah yeah you get food that night and then you wake up and you want like a filberto's burrito (laughs) like it's just bad yeah, so definitely a good area to. Another thing is like alcohol at Costco is way more affordable, and you don't need a membership. So I didn't know that. Yeah, for the alcohol, I've done it. Well, we have what? a membership, but I don't have the card on me. So I've walked in and been like, I'm just buying alcohol, and they'll let you go to the back, and you can just purchase the alcohol and then leave. Yeah, wow. smart on them for yeah. sure. I also know too if you buy because we did we used uh, Costco for our alcohol for our wedding. If you buy too much of it, you can return it and get your money back there, too. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Costco's amazing. That's another saving tip. Go to Costco, buy in bulk. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like if you have the room to save that type of stuff, then for sure buy right. in bulk. Uh, another tip that I have, this is more of like a challenge, uh, and you guys can set the like parameters that you want, but try having, I think a week may be too long for people, but a week, a day, three days, whatever it is, try going that amount of time without buying anything for yourself so that's food that's clothes that's hair that's skin like that's anything all you're gonna spend is like on uh your bills or your gas or anything like that i do that all the time as like a mini challenge i'm like oh it's been this many days since i've like purchased anything it's honestly like fun yeah i know that there's like a huge video going around youtube right now that's like what i spend in a week and it's insane. Like most people spend money every single day. Like, can yeah. you, it's just, it adds up so quick. And I, I don't think you realize it until you actually write it and down. And if you think about how much money you make a day and how much you're spending, it's like, 
holy crap, like, calm down. Like, I you do always not need to do, do that. that. Like, when I used to work a nine-to-five, like, job, I would, like, calculate how much I would make in a day. And if you go and buy, like, $100 worth of clothes, like, you just took all the money you made for your day. So you just worked, like, eight hours for, like, free. For free, yeah. Like, if you look at it that way, you might just be like, holy crap. Might change okay. your perspective. Yeah, hopefully that <laughs> On one some things. <laughs> um, another tip that I have is to avoid impulse buys. So if you're, like, you see something, you're like, oh, my gosh, I want it. Think on it for at least 24 hours. Most times you'll be like, okay, like I don't need that. But if you just get your credit card or your debit card out right away and you buy it, you're just going to clearly spend money a lot faster. So just allow yourself some time to just assess if you really need something. Yeah, this is huge. I try to sleep on almost every purchase that I make. Even, I mean, this sounds bad, but there's things that like we need that I still just wait until I have like an extra amount of money. Like, we really need to get a new comforter set, but I'm like, it's a big purchase, so I would like to wait until, you know, I have an extra $200 or whatever. So, I always sleep on things. Like, that is huge. Sometimes I'm guilty of that, and I just buy it, and then normally, I mean, I'm not someone who spends a lot of money, so it's not very often, but I feel like if you still want it within 24 hours, and you may need it as well, it just kind of just slows that process down. So, it's kind of self-explanatory, but... Just wait to buy some things. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to go back to savings and touch on that a little bit harder if you don't have any more random tips. Nope. I got all my tips in. Okay, cool. So savings are huge. Um, This is something where no matter what time of year it is, I'm always saving for something. Uh, I feel like if you're married or if you're dating someone or if it's just yourself, assess what you're saving for. So like all year this year, we were saving for our house. Um, Our next savings account is for a new car. And so if you always have something that you're saving for, that item that you're saving for can change, but the amount that you're putting into it won't. So I hope that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Like right now I'm like visualizing like having a home and it's something I really, really want, but it's not something that's going to happen within the next year, but it's a big purchase. So save for it. And I put money into a specific label it that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, like when you have that bigger goal of that bigger item, when you're going to go spend money on like, say a Starbucks drink that you don't need, you can see that house and be like, okay, like that's why I'm going to make coffee from home today or whatever it may be. Um, and so because of that, every time I get a check, I always pay myself first. And I know I kind of touched on this before, but I try to put a good amount away. I wrote a minimum of 25%. And I know that sounds crazy. But if your bills are 30%, you're spending 70% of yourself on random things. So if you look at it that way, to take another like 30% and put it towards yourself that can help you in the future, you still have that same amount, that other 30%. I know that's only 90, but we're close enough, right? (laughs) Um, You still have 30% of your income that you can spend on whatever you'd like. Uh, And so I always try and just no matter what amount I get, I always take a little bit of it and I put it away. Yeah, and so I was listening to a Rachel Hollis episode. Love her. Yes, and she was talking about like goals, and this can be the same thing, like printing out a picture of an ideal home and put it in your closet, somewhere that you're literally going to see it every day and remind yourself like, hey, I'm trying to save for something that's big, and this is my reminder to not spend money. Yeah, dream boards are huge. Like just visualizing things is 
a whole nother level to just really motivating yourself because if you see it day in day out I think the closet's a great idea or your bathroom because you go in there every single day it just kind of reminds yourself when you're feeling bad for yourself that you couldn't go get lunch with all of your co-workers like you go home and you see that and you're like that's why yeah um, we should make a dream board yeah we really should and we should share that with everyone yeah. too um I think too just Sometimes, uh, I don't know how to word this, but a lot of times we want those like instant rewards and that goes for anything in life. Um, and so it's really hard to sacrifice in the now because it's now and you'd prefer something right then and there. Uh, but you don't have to sacrifice entirely is what we're trying to say. Like you can still enjoy things, but just make sure you're planning for the thing in the future as well. Yeah. It's so funny working retail. You'll see people come in and make huge like impulse purchases and Honestly, if you think about it when you're shopping, people tell you a lot about their life when they're shopping. Oh, yeah. And so people will be like, oh, I'm just having a bad day and I just really wanted to like reward myself, feel good, you know, and then they'll come back like a week later and return all of it because they're like, that was so impulsive and not worth the money. Like it didn't really solve my problems. I've never done that. Have you ever done that? No, but people do it all the time. I'm not an impulse buyer, like emotional buyer. I feel like I'm if an I, emotional eater. <laughs> yeah. If I do, I don't buy anything like huge. I'll just like go out and buy like something small. But it like if you think about it, it really doesn't like cure your problems. No. Like it's always a deeper meaning and buying something is not going to fix it. Neither does eating things. So <laughs> that's another topic. <laughs> um, last thing I kind of wanted to touch on that before we can talk about like how to spend less um, is just planning for things. And planning is a huge, just common theme that we are going to have throughout all of our episodes. Um, but I know Christmas is literally like in two days. So you probably have already spent all the money there, but if you're that last minute shopper, this one's for you. Um, when you are buying gifts for multiple people, set a limit for what you're going to spend and stay with it. Um, I think sometimes uh, we can be like, oh, I don't really know what I'm going to get them. It's last minute. I didn't plan. And you end up spending $100 instead of $50 when you probably could have found like a better deal or something just as good for not double the price. Um, But I mean, that's kind of just like a tip relative to this time of year. But just plan for how much you're going to spend on things. Like if you're going to the grocery store, you want to spend $100. Like if you go over and it's $150, like you'll know, okay, I need to go put some things back or You'll be more mindful as you are picking things up in the store. So just plan. Planning's the best. <laughs> yeah, I always think about that. I'm like, how in the world did my parents or other parents plan and like budget for Christmas or holidays? Because like I feel like it's very expensive between all the food that you have to buy and then the presents and then like travel expenses. Like it just adds Dude, up like crazy. I'm one of seven kids. I oh, I couldn't even like, imagine. How do they? And they have never skimped on Christmas. Like yeah. my mom is literally like the best Mrs. Claus. Like she yeah. still sets up like stockings for Aww. us. Like, all that, sorry if there's any people who <laughs> are too young listening to this. But no, it's it's crazy. But they never like came out of that season in debt or anything like that. So my mom has always taught me to save. Like literally when I used to babysit when I was like 11, if I got $35, she'd made me put like half in the savings. And I bet that's such a great feeling for your mom to know that like, and like, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable on Christmas, but like in the future, knowing that you could sit there and be like, I don't have to pay for this later. Right. Right. It's probably really great. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So let's just move on to tips on how to spend less. I think this can be pretty helpful too. We kind of touched on some things, but just a few random pointers. Uh, the first one that I have is make your coffee at home, people. 
I kind of already talked about this, but you can spend so much on coffee. Uh, if you go every single day, it's normally like $5. So that's at least if you go Monday through Friday, that's $25 a week times that by 52 weeks. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I literally I got Starbucks now. today and it took me two seconds to drink it and I spent $5. <laughs> so yeah, so just make it at home. You can get like your little, I mean, even you don't even have to have a Keurig, but the, just a little like homemade maker. Normal, yeah. yeah, it's so cheap. So that's a huge tip there. Um, so I kind of already talked about like cooking at home. I don't know if I have any other really good tips. We kind of did touch on all of these. Yeah. Oh, um, the other the other two. Uh, one was order water when you go out to eat. Yes. You can That's spend huge. so much money on drinks. So just order water uh, if you want a drink later. Actually, no. Just I'm going to challenge you. Don't drink the drink. Just drink water. <laughs> That's all I get at restaurants. Uh, I think the only thing I've ever gotten as well is like tea or lemonade and that's like very like not often at all like we normally always get water especially if it's a sit-down restaurant I've never ordered a drink oh yeah when I'm with people and they're like oh can I get a coke I look over I'm like what yeah like, I'm just not used to yeah. that yeah same thing I I mean clearly I was one of seven kids so like it was a luxury to get a like drink other than water when we went out to eat so I think that is what kind of helped me growing up um, but yeah, you can save so much money there. And then we kind of touched on this too, but buying in bulk was my other tip. So go to Costco if you have places to store it. If not, Winco and Sprouts have bulk sections where you can get like seeds or nuts or things like that way cheaper than it would be if you bought it prepackaged. Yeah. And another random thing would be to buy a reusable water bottle instead of single use water bottles all the time because that adds up like yeah. I don't know how much those are because I don't buy them but I feel like maybe like we're so four dollars yeah it's like probably four dollars for like a huge case but it's so convenient and so that's why we do right. it but I actually didn't buy one this week because I was like yes. we have a brand new fridge let's use our water <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's a huge one too um the last oh sorry we're kind of all over the place but um I just want to talk about if you don't have extra money to save, like some ways that you can make money on the side, just like kind of quick. So if you want to start with that. So I do this all the time. I am like, so I don't know. I love doing this, but selling your clothes, like every season, I will literally go through my closet and literally purge everything and go sell it. And I make some good money doing that. One year for Christmas, I I sold like clothes, old video games that Nathaniel didn't play. Don't worry. He told me I could sell them. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah, no, he told me I could sell them. Uh, when he saw how much money I was making, he was like, yeah, sell these, sell these. Yeah. Uh, but just like random like decor around the house, like purses I didn't use, whatever. I made like $600. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. touched something in a minimum, I would say like six months. I was going to say six months. Then too. like get yeah. rid of it and then you'll have that money to get something that you are going to use. Like don't waste it and don't just throw it away. Because you could bring it to Goodwill because there's probably someone that could use it. But I would try to sell it. Yeah. I sell stuff all the time and it's there's awesome. There's apps that make it so easy. Uh, at the time, I was using Mercari, which I don't know if is like still the best like app to use. But there's, uh, what are they called? Post I, something? Um, I use... Poshmark. Poshmark. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Postmates and it totally yeah. threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. I use Poshmark. There's also Depop. Yeah. Um, You can literally like offer up. Exactly. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook Marketplace Facebook is Marketplace huge. is yeah. awesome for like home stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like an old table, that kind of thing. Yeah. So don't just throw it away. I know it's easy to throw it away. Be patient. Put some time into it. Sell it and you'll make some money it off of it. It will be so worth it. Um, another thing is just looking for side jobs. Uh, I know this one is probably a little bit more taxing on people. And so we'll give a few 
more tips as well. But I mean, just picking up a serving job on the weekend, like working a retail store. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a full-time job. Like you can just do it on weekends or like at night or whatever it is. You just, there's so much time throughout the week that we're wasting. So yeah, I don't know. Um, some places that you can find those jobs indeed is awesome. Oh yeah. They literally will show you all the jobs available in the area. LinkedIn, Facebook also has like a job section. Um, and then you could also do apps that basically are on your own time, which is super simple. So like Uber or Rover or Busy Bee, like there's so many apps. I'm pretty sure if you went to the app store and searched jobs, yeah, they would a bunch up. would pop up. If you guys don't know any of those, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Uber, but excuse me, sorry. <laughs> um, Rover is like a walking dog app. Yeah, which, like dog daycare. Yeah, yeah, like you can literally just do that on your own time and it also forces you to like get outside and get moving. So that's yeah. a really good option. I'm literally using that for my dog when we're in Aruba and I don't want to say how much money I'm paying her, but she is making some good money. <laughs> yeah, no, at one point when we were still saving for our house, we like considered doing that together, like after work, just like as a thing to do. Oh, we do know- you want to watch my dog while I'm in Aruba? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> Actually, your dog is like probably like one of the only dogs that would yeah, watch. He's so he's so innocent. Yeah, no. So that's a really good option too. Um, or like Busy Bee is babysitting. So it's similar to a dog, just a human. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as the last one is babysitting is huge. Like I used to make, that's actually, I did that like full time for a portion of my college. Uh, I babysat all the time. And just literally since I was like 10 years old, I babysat. And it's just like, typically four hours here or there like just whenever you want to pick it up and it's such a good uh way of creating some extra yeah and that's an awesome option for some of our younger listeners that can't get serving jobs or bartending jobs or don't have like transportation like I literally used to have my dad drop me off to babysit yeah as long as your parents are like a sibling or someone is or even just the person who needs the babysitter they used to pick me up all the time uh, as long as they're okay with it. Like I said, I started like sitting when I was like 10 years old. I'm like, now I don't think I would trust a 10 year old with my kid. No, but I think about that all the time. Yeah. But I'm so thankful for the people who let me watch their kids. Cause it was so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just kind of to wrap it up a little bit here. I know we talked a lot of about saving and just like kind of not fun things, but the last topic I just wanted to say is just remember to treat yourself, but do so responsibly. Don't go crazy, but it's okay to spend money here or there on yourself um, and just not have any guilt for it. Cause I think that's a whole nother thing too, is when you have a lot of guilt, then it's just another downward, downward spiral into like potentially making you pay more or spend more because you're like, F it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like if you're going to treat yourself, really enjoy it and own it, but just don't go too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. I hope you guys find this episode very helpful. Uh, We so appreciate you guys listening to it. Uh, Don't forget, we are now available on Apple Podcast, which it has been a little while. We're we're pre-recording this, but if you subscribe on Apple Podcast, the episodes will automatically be in your box. And so you guys don't have to wait for us to announce it. They'll just be there for you guys to listen. Yeah. And if you could give us a rating and leave us a review... That would be so much appreciated. And also leave your Instagram in the review so we yeah. can go and find you. And we do like fun giveaways with people that leave 
reviews. We just got our first few reviews and it's seriously so fun to listen or just to read like what you guys think. Yeah, it is so sweet. It's so nice. And then there's sometimes it's just like people you don't even know and they're just like listening, which is so cool. But yeah, they've been leaving their like Instagram handle. So then I'm able to tag you on our stories when we repost it. So definitely uh, do that if you guys are feeling nice. Yeah, it's just Um, an awesome way to connect with you guys. Absolutely. And uh, if you want to share this episode with any friends that uh, could use it, I know everyone could use some extra like money tips. So yeah, uh, I hope you guys have a safe and just amazing Christmas getting to spend a lot of time with your family and just really being intentional with the time that you guys have and go Go get get it, it, girl. girl.